Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ren Presents The Beacon. Um, today, joining me, I have my friend, very close friend, Jared, who's going to be talking to me about, I guess, being kind of emotionally dumb and, you know, a little bit more, but say hi, Jared. Hey, how's it going, y'all? My name is Jared. Thank you, Ren, for having me on your show. You're very welcome. So, I mean, just so, diving right into it. Um, the reason why we're here today is I do want to go over a few of the things that I have felt when, when I was younger. And it's because I had this overwhelming sense of intuition that I can never really shake. Maybe that's why um, growing up I had this, or I was more emotionally inclined, more like, I guess, in touch with my emotion as feminine or as whatever that may sound. I don't really combat the idea, you know, it's made me into the person that I am today. But it's difficult because... As you start to get older and you leave yourself emotionally vulnerable to everyone around you, you kind of allow someone else's or someone else to dictate how you feel. You know, if you're an empathetic person and you take on the the emotions of other people, if they're feeling bad, you start to feel bad. And it's a, a worthy trait, a worthwhile trait, but it also leads you in a really dark place. And I mean, I mentioned this because like we mentioned before, you are in control of your emotions. And have you ever found yourself um, in a place where you lost control of your emotions? For me, myself, I mean, growing up, ever since I was younger, through, like, you know, throughout elementary school or high school, for example, from my perspective, at least, I didn't understand my emotions, you know? Mm. I would have these feelings, which we call emotions, but I didn't know, you know, for example, what they actually were. And, you know, I thought nothing of them. Um, they were just there. They were just there. Exactly. And like we, we give them like these very broad um, names like anger, jealousy, yeah. joy or whatever other else I'm forgetting about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know, like we're given survival skills as we're growing up and at a certain point those skills don't really work for us anymore oh for sure you, you know, know? Uh, i mean like for example i feel like a lot of people that are adolescents mm -hmm. they think they know what these emotions are i was like that when you i was know? younger exactly i know what i'm doing i know what i'm doing you know, leave I mean, me alone <laughs> I mean, putting it that sense yes that was like me too like you know i always thought i knew what i was doing in life and whatnot um, but, like, for most of these adolescents out there, I would feel as if, you know, they let these emotions take over them at, to a certain point, and they just run with it to an quote-unquote unhealthy level, mm -hmm. you know. Um, it's only after a certain point where you have these ex adult experiences that really teaches you what emotions actually are. Mm -hmm. And for me, at least, I didn't really understand emotions. I mean, do you so, understand emotions now? Because, like, yes. for me to oh, this point, yeah. there are still some things I don't really fully comprehend. Yeah. You know, and that ties into education. Oh, you know, sure. like, as you get older, you start to realize certain things, be it psychology or through psychology, do through different forms of education. And you're able to, I guess, categorize some of the stuff that's happened to you. For you sure. Know, like trauma. Trauma is a really big word that we 
don't really use all too often even though a lot of us have experienced some kind of trauma be it losing like a family losing a friend and even losing a friend is a big thing definitely you know like just the loss of someone that you were so close to and that you would see on a daily basis i mean trauma is a scary word yeah, it's, <laughs> it's terrifying you know i mean everyone has gone through their own trauma and at the end of the day trauma is specific to yourself you know um i feel like trauma is really that gateway into understanding your own emotions and feelings that's a scary gateway too it is because you know? you're like exposing yourself to or you're getting exposed to something that's completely brand new that's mm -hmm. completely out of your your range of emotion and you don't yeah. know how to deal with it exactly mm -hmm. and it's how you deal with it once it happens it's what really shapes you on your views of emotion and how to handle those emotions you know mm -hmm. um I mean, if you think about that too, yeah. from a young age, we let our traumas or our our traumas shape us into the people that we become. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, we realize, oh, this is who I am. I'm not going to change. Exactly. You Until know. you realize, oh, wait, I'm an adult. <laughs> I can I can make change happen myself. And it's not an easy process. It's not. It's a, it's a, it's a long and arduous journey for oh, word, most people. That was gangster. Yeah, arduous? Know. I got to look that shit up. That's like SATs. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, would you mind Googling that word for me, brother? <laughs> um, just for everyone's um, understanding, we also have Nick, one of, our, one of our prior guests, joining us on the podcast today. We're just, you know, here outside, sitting next to the fireplace and catching a vibe together, drinking a few busies, and he wanted to come through and just spend time, which is fucking beautiful, you know? Because, like, we spend time together, we work out together, we do jujitsu together, now we're podcasting together. Like, there's only so many things. We, yeah, we. I mean, <laughs> I guess you could say that we do, we do everything together, <laughs> and I, I wouldn't have it any other way, you know. So, um, you don't have to. You don't have to Google arduous. Did, oh, you did. Oh, so you can you can swing the mic over. <laughs> it's an adjective. Mm -hmm. It's involving or requiring strenuous effort, difficult and tiring. Wow, that was quite the definition. Yeah, Your speaking voice is getting um getting to be quite immaculate. Oh, wow, that's a SAT word. <laughs> Do we gotta Google that one too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry to get off topic, but you know this this thing is about having fun as well. And if we weren't having fun doing it, if we weren't enjoying the process, then why would we even do it to begin with? Mm -hmm. You know. Um, getting back to topic, um, we were talking about trauma. Um, yes losing someone, mm -hmm. losing a friend, or just being thrown into the pits and having to deal with brand new emotions that you were unaware of before, mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. And I was, I want to say like 22, 23 years old and trying to figure myself out still. And it wasn't easy. It was this, like you mentioned, long and arduous journey where nothing really made sense. And I find myself, I found myself in this cyclical nature of, just drinking and partying and playing games and things that were fun at the time. You know, like they provided me with momentary happiness, that whole idea of instant gratification, mm -hmm. winning beer pong, um, girls, mm. things of the <laughs> things of the sort, you know? <laughs> but it's this odd sensation of when you get home, 
what did you really accomplish? I think that's what was bothering me some of these nights when I would get home after partying, like butt fuck drunk, going to sleep. And there were nights I couldn't sleep. You know, um, there were nights where like I would sit up chain smoking cigarettes, thinking about what the hell I'm doing. Like what literally what am I doing right now? And it was fun, but it was also a dark place to be. You know, it's hard to say why or what caused it. But looking back on it, I think it has to do with the whole idea of leaving an impact or making an impact and finding what's for you in this life. Because every day I go to sleep now, I sleep like a goddamn baby. We work out together. We hit the two days where we work out, do jujitsu, or play basketball. We make money together. We do business together. And we just enjoy each other's company. But have you ever found yourself in like a, a situation where you weren't happy with the company or you wanted to leave the situation? For me, myself, it was more back in college mm -hmm. when I was up at SF State, for example. Um, you know, going up there fresh as a high school graduate, first year of college and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Once I got up there, you know, I always knew as a person myself, like school wasn't for, like, wasn't for me. And with that mindset going up into college, that's what I made my reality to be up there. Mm -hmm. Just partying all the time, just skipping class, getting kicked out of SF State and whatnot. And once... I lost a friend up there. That made me realize, like, yo, this is not what I want my life to be, you know? I don't want this to be who I am as a person. I was, you know, sick of that type of last cell up there. So I moved back down, came back to SoCal, worked on school and whatnot, started, you know, handling my studies, finally transferred from community college to Cal State Fullerton. Mm -hmm. And from there, got my bachelor's degree, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, just that whole episode up in SF State, I would say was more like the darker times in my life. You know? Really? Yeah. I mean, sure, there were, like, those that ray of sunshine from here and there overall. I met a lot of great people. Mm -hmm. But just who I was becoming, like, like, becoming a person overall, I wasn't into it, you know? Because... I feel like everyone, or not everyone, but most people have this consciousness to where once they get to a certain level in their life, as low as it may be, they realize it. And they're like, yo, I got to bounce back from this. And I got to start taking care of myself and my future and whatnot. So, I don't know, you know. It's one of those things where it's up to the person, but I feel like most people have it. Wait, one more time. You got you to pan back. <laughs> <laughs> and um, sorry, we were just uh, recording a little video for the Instagram page that we or I just made. Or TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, TikTok is to come shortly. Um, we'll get back to topic first and foremost because we always forget uh, what's going on with the media. Um, yeah. But I'm glad that you shared that because yeah. I didn't know that about you. And I've known you for close to, what, four years now? Maybe longer? You know? And maybe that's the important thing about the podcast too. You know, like oh, we're yeah. learning how to share and connect more because I talked to um, Master Splints about this earlier today where that's, um, I'll tell you after, Nick, so you understand. 
Uh, Master Splint is an AKA or like another nickname for someone that wants to remain anonymous. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but going back to it, you know, uh, we mentioned the whole idea of roots and roots can mean a lot of different things, you know, roots of a tree, roots of where you come from. But I think of roots as also us connecting to one another. We have our own individual root system. And as we start to talk to each other and connect more, it's as if like we get closer and our roots start to intertwine. Mm, you know, like it sounds that. it sounds super um I wanna say cliche, but kinda I don't know, simpy? But regardless, yeah. it's a it's no, a cute I message. No, no, definitely. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's actually the first time I heard that ever. You know, yeah. It's, I mean, it's the first time I've said it. So oh, cheers, cheers to, that. to that. Cheers, my friends. Cheers, cheers. Cheers to that. Um, yeah, it's like for the past several years, because of social media and everything happening around us, mm-hmm. we've disconnected ourselves from reality. Yep. And now that it's 2021 and we're in this new mentality where we want newer, better, brighter things in our life, we're willing to make the change and go out of our way. Exactly. You know, just imagine like, just imagine like what it would have been like, say, for instance, you were to have stayed in that dark place, you know, just based off speculation. Like, where do you think you would be? Because I actually have speculation that I can talk about today, but I want to hear what you think first. You know, like, say, for instance, you stayed in that partying phase. Where do you think you would have gone or could have gone if things had gone south? If you didn't surround yourself with, you know, like-minded people and mm-hmm. grew a company together. Honestly, for me, like, you know, going up there and leaving for a reason. But the crazy part is... I wanted to leave the area and leave my house to get out of the house. You know, I just didn't want to be at home. I was a very, I guess you can say, not I guess you can say, but I was, you know, letting my emotions take the best of me at home mm-hmm. and whatnot. Oh, you've told me, uh, you've told me about that before. You know, not to get too too deep yet. In oh time. yeah, definitely. You know, but like you know, I I wanted to get as far as ways I could from my household. And then, you know, going through that whole thing up in the Bay during one of my darker times in life, I didn't want to come back at the same time as well, you know? So, for me, it's really hard to say because I know for a fact, like, me as a person, I would never let my life get off get off track that bad to mm-hmm. where, you know, I'd be down to the dumps like some people might be, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, no matter, like, what happened, I would have, like, you know, some way or another found a way out of it. But I guess if we're talking, like, worst-case scenario, I would have came back down, would have hit up the homies to say, hey, can I crash at your place? Mm-hmm. So-and-so find a job and some bullshit like that and just you know just be a bum Mm -hmm. which is something that i could never do like i can't even fathom myself being like that which is hard for me to answer that question because i can never let myself get to that point as you're asking you like you know what i mean i know what you mean and this is a good i want to say exercise because who who knows there's no definite answer but we're using our brains you're just thinking about the situation and we're kind of throwing you in the deep end where there is no right or wrong answer exactly 
You know, I'm kind of like putting you out in the cold and saying, hey, figure it out. But you yeah, figured it out. Exactly. But I think at the same time, the reason why I didn't get to that point is because, like, you know, of how I was brought up. Mm. I have so many friends and family that I have to, like, you know, I guess you can say make proud. Mm-hmm. And that I don't want to let down. And I couldn't, like, for me, it goes back to emotions and whatnot. Emotionally, I couldn't let myself get to that point and have them feel some that way about me letting, letting myself go, you know? Yeah. And that's power. That's strength, yeah. you know? Because growing up, I didn't have that. So just to hear you talk about that, I wish I had met you sooner, you know, to be honest. I'll be real with you. Um I'm not going to go back and say I'm not happy for the path that I've been on, but yeah. a lot of the things that you say you can't do, I've done before. You know, mm-hmm. I was bumming around for a while. Yeah. I was dicking around and wasting time in, in an unhealthy, I want to say really unhealthy place for mm-hmm. quite a while, mm-hmm. you know, and it took some time and took some effort and it wasn't easy, but you know how it goes, man. Like you get sick of living a certain type of way. So oh, yeah. oh, as a human, you want to adapt and make the best of a bad situation. And that's exactly Definitely. what you're going to do. But it seems as though, like, your upbringing, mm-hmm. your friends, your family, you were put into a relatively positive upbringing. Oh, I would say blessed. Yeah, you know? blessed. Definitely blessed, you know. And I feel like a lot of blessed people take it for granted. Yeah, I did. Day, I know? definitely did. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't like talking about the past, but... Or even the present. No, I mean, <laughs> I don't like talking about the past, but... <laughs> I mean, we're kind of talking about the present right now. But <laughs> yeah. Um, but going back to the past. Yeah. Sometimes I realized, or like I realized, um, I want to say this past week or two, mm-hmm. that I have actually forgotten a lot of my past. Mm. You know? Um, I can already kind of figure out why. It was like traumatic for me. And yeah. you kind of just push these thoughts and memories under the rug, which will work for a while it ties into survival Mm -hmm. but as you progress you look to thrive and if you're looking to become a better person then sometimes you do need to dig up these graves and figure out why things went the way they went you know like was i at fault was it someone else's fault yeah i mean at the end of the day like you learn from the past you Mm -hmm. know um as much as you want to keep that type of stuff hidden or push back into your deepest memories to where you forget. Like you said, it's it's not healthy in the long run. You know? It's not. Because the past is what shapes you into today. And you wouldn't be here today without your past. You know, so and your past is part of you. So you're pretty much pushing yourself who you are as a person and trying to hide that, which is super unhealthy, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think, you know. It's like going back to what we talked about earlier over the phone. Remember, mm-hmm. like, there's a fine line between hiding your emotions and controlling your emotions. You know, mm-hmm. you can control the emotions that you felt in the past, but you can't just keep hiding them. And there's a fine line between those two. Because a lot of people think hiding your emotions is controlling your emotions, which is not the case at all. It kind of is, but it's doing it in an unhealthy manner. Do you think? Nah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, and that's a, that's the fine line right there. You know, mm. people might think it's controlling your emotions, but it's not. For me, at least, controlling your emotions is like this. You'll feel 
a multitude of emotions throughout the day, right? Mm-hmm. And there might be some emotions that you want to just suppress, which is, you know, unhealthy and not truly controlling your emotions. I feel like for me, at least, and from what I've, from what I've learned, controlling your emotions is letting these emotions pass by you. And I guess the best way I can describe it is like this. It's like a cloud in the sky. Say you feel sad for no reason at all. Or maybe there might be a reason. It's like a cloud in the sky. You just let it come and let it go. And then on to the next. It's not one of those things that you should keep dwelling on, mm-hmm. which is what a lot of people do in life. They feel sad and they're like, fuck. I feel really sad right now. And they keep dwelling at it. And they try to keep digging deeper and deeper into why they feel sad, which creates a constant cycle and just keeps them in that moment. But if you're able to control your emotions to where you can just let those emotions come and go, then that's when the healthy part of controlling emotions come. Mm-hmm. Because you're not dwelling on those emotions. You just let them come and go come and go because we all go through so many emotions throughout the day mm-hmm. and just try to imagine thinking about just thinking about all these emotions and why you feel this way throughout the day you're gonna feel like shit mm-hmm. you know but just knowing why these emotions come and just let it go and, and it, you see well, what you just mentioned is what people need to understand what we're trying to spread on the um, podcast you know just like this understanding of themselves and when we say control um i'm not sure if control is the best word to use control is one way of looking at it but i also want to tie into the tie into it the whole idea of understanding oh yeah definitely because to be honest control is a very misunderstood word you know Control has more of a negative connotation to it. Control freak or being controlled by another person. Exactly. But when it comes to yourself, you know, that should be a positive thing. Mm -hmm. And without, you can't control yourself without understanding yourself. And that's just how it is. You know, once you're able to truly understand yourself and your emotions, you can start to control yourself and your emotions. As simple as it sounds, it's actually very tough, you know, and we shouldn't let that, you know, stigma with control get out there like that. Because like I just said, it's one of those words where people think, oh, you're controlling stuff like that, which obviously in a certain context, yes, that stigma may be applicable. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to yourself... Self-control is something that should be looked and is... And viewed as a positive. Exactly, you know. I'm not too sure why people don't talk about it more often. You know, like we talk about over-consuming, like over-consuming video games or over-consuming food or um, over-consuming material goods, be it buying this or buying that. I mean, if you think about that, if you're going to work all the time, you're spending like, what, 40, 45 hours of your time at work? And in your downtime, you're spending that money on designer goods or new gadgets. It does leave you feeling a little bit empty mm-hmm. because we're human. We're meant to be doing more, bigger, better things. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what we're going to be talking about on the podcast as well um, in the future on another episode. It's 
the whole idea of putting yourself out there so that you can make the life that you want to live. Because like I mentioned in a few podcasts before, I think, like I prefer to be podcasting in Italy. I would love to do a podcast in Hawaii or anywhere in the world, as a matter of fact. I mean, think about that in the future, just like us flying out to Italy or Africa even. I'm down for Africa. Just nowhere with lions. Because I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to fuck with anything you know? that can get me killed, that, that can kill me. That's just stupid, you know? Sure Africa is full of lions, but you know. But you are a lion, though. Meow. I mean, that's a better way of putting me, or like a better way of defining me when I'm with you guys. Meow. <laughs> stupid. But see, it's funny, you know, like, there is no judgment here. There is no, oh, like you say this, this is lame. This is bad. It's all fun and games. It's all like good vibes that we catch. And this ties back to what I mentioned to you um, a little while earlier, just how we're able to catch each other's energy and throw it back to one another, where it's fun, where every time I see you two, I'm happy. Every time you guys see me, it's like, oh shit, he's here, let's go. <laughs> it's, it's good times. Wait, actually, here we go again. <laughs> uh, here we go again. It's time for the goon squad to meet up. And, you know, like recently, we've been turning the goon squad from... You know, excessive drinkers into something a little bit more positive, where oh, we yeah. were working out together. We're st we still know how to party and have a good time, but for the most part, we're looking for healthier ways to push one another. Oh yeah, and that goes back to self control. Mm -hmm. Control at the end of the day, you know. And the beautiful thing about that is, once one person is able to have that self control, it you know bleeds off to the next. You know, because like those, that that one day when, you know, Nick wasn't down to work out, but me and Ricky were, you know, not in a bad way at all. Not in a bad way at all. It's just one of those. I like, felt it though. It's against my point, you know I felt I mean? it. Like, I felt his energy. You know, like, like. We got crazy. there and like the first, like, I want to say 20 minutes, we were like, oh, fuck. Damn it. I want to go home and sleep because it was cold. I think it yeah. had rained that day. Yeah, a you little know bit. Rain. Yeah, dude, I know it's completely <laughs> yeah, fine. No, dude, rain sucks. I mean, I love rain, we'll but rain at home. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> rain at home is the best. You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I'm proud of you for like pushing yourself and leaving what could have been a very comfortable situation, yeah. and you still got the comfortable situation when you went home that night, um, to to take a shower, enjoy time with your family. You know. It's always worth it, man. Like, once you... Oh, 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 oh move, move the mic. Move the mic. The shittiest thing about working out is getting there. And at the end of the day, you know it's good for you, but why don't you want to do it? Because comfort? Fucking yeah. yeah, it's fucking hard. But at the end of the day, once you fucking do it, once you're in the grind, then you got to do it, man. Yep. Attention at a time, man. Once again, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And that's with everything in life, by the way. Everything. You know, exactly. literally everything right. in life. When a obstacle comes in your way, you always stand and be like, you know what? This could wait until tomorrow, or I don't want to do this, which is the easy way out. Mm -hmm. But like, once you actually accomplish that obstacle, it's like you come out feeling even better than you were before you even had the obstacle in the way, you know? And that's just part of life, and that's just one of the biggest obstacles that everyone faces in life, mm -hmm. you know? So, and going back to what you said about, um, taking the easy way out like oh saying i'll do it tomorrow oh mm -hmm. it can wait mm -hmm. you start to tell yourself that and after a while your mind starts to condition 
itself into thinking, oh, I can push this off. Exactly. There's no repercussion. What's the worst that could happen? Nothing. Because you're not exactly. holding yourself accountable or liable. Mm-hmm. And you, you make that into a habit. Mm-hmm. And once you get into that habit, that cycle, that's a death sentence. Like for me, at least, complacency is a death sentence. That's exactly what, what Master Splint <laughs> said to me earlier today. It really is. Complacency. Though. It really is, though. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do the uh, TikTok, but I'm going to. Yeah. You know? it's, it's new territory, but I'm going to do it. Exactly. I'm scared and I'm nervous and there's fear. Exactly. But I'm going to do it sometime in the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> or three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah. I'm holding you to that. Yeah. You see, and this is my, my verbal contract with the universe along with two of my very dear friends that I'm going to do a TikTok. Mm-hmm. Start a TikTok. Not too sure where it's going to go. Um, but that's the whole idea behind it. I don't know where to go, but I can talk to people and think about or brainstorm about what could be the next best way to proceed, what move to make. Because we could be talking about this shit all day, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean a goddamn thing unless you're making moves. Yeah, exactly. It could be all talk, or as I just say, all bark, no bite. You know? I'm, I'm both. <laughs> I lick too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> you see, and this is like why... When you, I mean, whenever anyone first starts a new endeavor, they're always scared or nervous. Mm-hmm. And Jared, like, for your first time, you're actually a fucking natural. You oh. make it look easy, bro. And that's actually a, a song that Nick showed me. We make it look easy. He's not paying attention, but that's cool. I love you. <laughs> okay, sorry. But, yeah, like, we, we make it look easy. You know? you know, and we'll be honest. I'll tell you when it's hard or when I don't want to. That's just me like vocalizing my concerns. It's not me exactly. being a bitch. Yeah, you know, not like, at all. Yeah, like if I'm being a bitch, you can tell me I'm being a bitch. But yeah. sometimes I just want to complain. I just want to tell you like, oh, I don't want to do this. I'm going to do it, but I don't want to. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you, you know? just let team off, you know? Yeah. Like there's days I don't want to work out twice a day, but I'm motivated. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, I feel like, you know, we all sometimes just like need to let off some steam and be like, Oh, I don't want to do this. Just to let that steam out of you, you know what I mean? Even though you know you're going to fucking do it, you know? It's just, you got to vocalize it sometimes. Which is super important. Vocalizing is important. Mm-hmm. It really is. You can't get through life without vocalizing yourself. Yeah. And I found myself having that issue before where I would never talk about my issues and it was eating me up inside. Mm-hmm. You know? It's no one's fault. It's my fault. That's why we talk about the whole idea of having a healthy balance between the two, where sometimes it's okay to vent, and sometimes you got to just shut up and do it. Responsibility. As an adult, as a human being, you take on these responsibilities, and it's your job to handle. Oh, exactly. Would you say it's like this? So, for example, say it's something that involves you and what you got to do personally. Like, for example, oh, I got to take the trash out, but you vocalize, oh, fuck, I don't want to take the trash out. And that involves you only. But when it comes to something like for work, for example, you're out here, you're like, oh, I don't want to go to CC and whatnot. What do you say? Those are two different types of vocalizing and whatnot. And like, quote, unquote, bitching about what you should do and shouldn't do. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because there's going to be some kind of like adverse or 
I guess adverse may not be the right word, but I'm going to mm-hmm. use it anyways. Yeah. Um, Nick, can you help me look up the, what adverse means, please? Sure. So I'm going to continue on while he looks it up. So okay. There's going to be some kind of adverse. Um, there's going to be some adverse. I lost my train of thought, <laughs> but you know where I'm going with this. Yes, there's going to be some kind of like adverse um, yeah. consequence where be it with your work mm-hmm. or your own mental conditioning, something's going to suffer. You don't take the trash out, the trash can or trash people forget to pick up your stuff and they move on. That means that you have trash that's been sitting there for about a week. Yep. That's going to start to smell. And that's something that you have to deal with. You don't go to work. You don't take care of business. Then the business suffers. And that starts to affect many more people than just yourself. Exactly. Yep. And that's a huge difference that people have to understand as well. You know, your actions do have consequences, be it good or bad, mm-hmm. which is why you have to make sure that you think about these things in the moments. Yeah. Cause if you're thinking about the past, you're not thinking about the present moment. You're not using your energy in the healthiest manner to make the best decision you can at this very second. Just having that clarity, you know, mm-hmm. and clarity can come from very many different sources, be it working out, mm-hmm. talking to a friend, reading a book. We just have to actively seek out these things yeah. and see what works for us. And everyone's different at the end of the day, you know, mm-hmm. like for me, my clarity comes from working out, being active and yes, working out, <laughs> <laughs> working out, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and like, like to be honest, like once I get like a workout in, I feel like a, I feel like a god. You I feel like a fucking anything, god. Yeah, you, know you can I mean? accomplish anything because you already yeah. accomplished what you didn't want to do earlier. Exactly. Maybe like for me, I don't always want to work out, but when I do it, I'm like shit. I'm unstoppable. Exactly. Who's gonna stop me? I can't stop myself. No what one. you're gonna stop me? I weigh two fifty. I'm six three. Like who's gonna stop me? I know, Ricky. I can't stop you. I have to stop my. <laughs> no, I, I have to stop myself. That's the thing. It's self control. <laughs> you know, like we do jujitsu as a way to let off steam. But it's all about like um, experience because I can't always just go full strength and do whatever I want to people. Mm-hmm. It's going to hurt people. I'm going to end up hurting the people I care about. And you can't always do that. You know, you that's can't. why we call it flow rolling or exactly. catching a vibe. Exactly. And like that goes to like the physical sense, but that also like you just use a, a beautiful thing because it applies to all aspects of life, you know? Like you, for example, you may not know your own strength sometimes and you might like hurt people that you don't mean to hurt. And that goes with like things that like not in the physical sense, like, you know, with words and whatnot, you would say stuff that you think might not hurt them in your standard, but to them, it actually does hurt them, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, it's one of those things that you have to have to find the, the right balance for and be understanding at the end of the day. And do you have any like examples or not examples, but I guess words of wisdom on how to do so? Um, Maybe like one example. I would say it's just, you know, being self-aware. And I think the biggest part of that is empathy. Empathy is something that is super important in day-to-day interactions. Because I'm a super empathetic person. But you don't want to be overly empathetic, you know. Master Splint and I can vouch for that. When you're over empathetic, people take advantage of you. Exactly, exactly. Empathetic at the right levels is how you're able to, you know, 
I guess, well, help people first and foremost. You yeah. know, like empathy helps you put yourself into someone else's shoes. Exactly. And it helps you understand their point of view. Yeah. Which is what we're lacking nowadays, you know? Yeah. And people talk about this whole, like, stop Asian hate thing going on right now. It's not about stopping Asian hate. It's about stopping hate, you know? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what goddamn color you are. When you add this, um, I guess, pronoun Mm -hmm. before the word hate, you're kind of dividing the human race as a whole. It doesn't matter what race you are, what color you are, what fucking nationality or religion or gender it doesn't fucking matter it really doesn't matter but we'll touch upon that more in the future um just so we don't get too sidetracked that's Um, all the time that we have for today um i just want to thank you jared and nick for joining us today on the podcast you two both offer some of the best perspectives i've seen or heard in a very long time um would you happen to have any closing remarks by chance you know what all I can say is this, going back to my point as I talked about earlier, if we're talking about emotions, let them come and go. Persistly. Like clouds in the sky. Like clouds in the sky. Did you guys get a chance to see the, the sky earlier? Oh, beautiful. It was I fucking beautiful because there was both dark clouds from the rain and those mm-hmm. super white and fluffy clouds. Oh my God, dude, I was in heaven on the way back home. It was just oof. It was a pleasure having you. And until next time, my dear friends. No, Ricky, thank you so much for having me. And I love your podcast. It's going to do big things in the future. I love you. I love you, bitch. I ain't never going to stop loving you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.